We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host. I am your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and Simul Radio and Simul TV and other radio stations around the world. In fact, the X-Zone Broadcast Network is now on over 39 audio internet platforms. If you'd like to send me an email, X-Zone at xzoneradiotv.com on all social media sites, X-Zone Radio TV. And for the broadcast schedule of the X-Zone Broadcast Network and our fine group of radio shows that are available to you, 724-365 with our compliments, www.xzbn.net. And for the Exxon TV channel, www.simultv.com. Now, a number of you had sent us emails over the last couple of weeks about what happens when Flash is no longer supported by Adobe. Well, it's very simple. Way back when, when we first knew that Flash was going to be taken down, we made all the necessary arrangements and recoded our audio, our video, and our publishing sites so that when Flash did go down, that we would remain up and running, which we have. So I do thank you very much for all your emails and concerns. And once again, if you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. My first guest tonight, Exonation, is Robert Camp, and he is an author, teacher, and master astrologer. Among his clients, many of whom are well-known names in Hollywood, he is known for the accuracy and the insight of his personal readings. Robert has performed readings for Glenn Close, Ray Down Chung, Woody Harrelson, Mrs. Robin Williams, uh, let me see, Amy Osborne, Mrs. Dick Van Patten, and Mrs. Merv Griffin, as well as many producers. Robert has taught hundreds of seminars and appeared on hundreds of radio and television talk shows across the United States and Canada. 
DJs have dubbed him Mr. Destiny, and he amazes and delights their listening audiences with predictions about their lives and um, delights their listening audiences. Love hearing time after time after time. Robert has appeared on over 1,500 radio shows and has appeared on guests on the Mary Lou Henner Show, the Maury Povich Show, and the Roseanne Show, just to name a few. Joining me now is Robert Camp and Robert, welcome back to the Exxon. Well, thank you, Rob. Pleasure to be here. Uh, tell me, as an astrologer, what did you think of the year 2020? Well, uh, I didn't see the virus coming personally, but mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really looking for anything like that either. Uh, I have been paying more attention since before the elections. Right. And and I saw and predicted on my my podcast show that I have once a, a month or so, all the stuff that's happened that Trump would actually lose, and, but there would be continual fighting all mm-hmm. the way through. I saw it going all the way through March, through April, uh, up until the middle of April, this fighting. So I think we still have a lot more to go through that we haven't gone through just yet. <laughs> the, two, the planets Mars and Saturn are both considered malefic planets. They're considered to be the two bad boys of the astrology world, okay? Okay. And they are in a, in a very harsh aspect to each other right now, which causes violence. It causes people to want to fight. It causes everybody to be riled up, you know? So it increases mm-hmm. the chances of there just being harm done, fighting, killing, arguing all that is and you can see that's just what's happening it's it's unbelievable if you look right up right now if you look at the astrology right this moment mm-hmm. mars and saturn in a perfect square the square is a 90 degree angle which means they are at, totally at odds with each other and activating the negative side of each other so here we are <laughs> now now that that's taking a look at the political arena of 2020 but how about the COVID pandemic, that is not only affecting the United States and North America, but around the world. Did astrologers see any of this coming? I have not read anything about anybody who saw it coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't, again, I wasn't looking for it. Right. Um, there's, you know, there's there's harsh aspects that happen almost every year at certain mm-hmm. times. Um, this particular one, I didn't see it, but we did have an unusual configuration of planets the last year or so and that was that we had pluto and saturn and uh some other planets at one point all together for the first time in like 50 years so it's um you know it's not surprising Mm -hmm. pluto is the planet of death by the way the planet of death and rebirth so it's when it even though they they've renamed it a dwarf planet right in astrology it's still the most powerful body of whatever in the whole chart you know why is that well because it it's it's the god of death pluto i see so it's transformation so i mean there's nothing more powerful than your own our own death or the death of a part of us is it possible that with the events that uh in particular, the, the COVID pandemic, that astrologers didn't pick it up because, first of all, COVID does not have a date of birth, a time of birth, or a place of birth. Is this necessary in doing an astrological um, outlook? Well, you can, uh, yeah, COVID, I mean, you can't, you could do a chart on COVID if you knew Joe COVID's birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do a chart. But you can do a chart of the countries, and you can do a chart of individuals. Now, for example, this is just one example. I have not been affected by COVID at all. I'm, I'm serious. Good for I, you. It hasn't changed my lifestyle at all. It hasn't changed my income. It hasn't changed anything. Uh, now, my lifestyle is a certain lifestyle. It's, you know, I don't go out a lot and stuff, but, I, but I'm married and my wife goes out and my son goes to daycare. Mm-hmm. It hasn't affected anything in my world. So everybody gets affected individually by this. You know, there's this Pluto and Saturn and Mars thing going on. And if that's hitting something in your chart, you're going to be affected by it. And then if you're affected by it, the people 
that you know will be affected by it, like your wife, your your family, people right. you work with. They'll be affected on a secondhand basis, even though they personally may not be affected by it. Um, my brother, who lives in Las Vegas, got COVID. His wife got COVID, but they, it only lasted about a week or so, and they're over it. Um, nobody else in my family, and I have four sisters, none of them have gotten COVID. Um, none of my friends here where I live have gotten COVID. Uh, and uh, I mean, we're not in the, like, we're not in Alaska or anything, <laughs> but you know, I'm just saying that it, it affects, you can see if I had a, someone's chart, I could tell them if it was going to affect them. I could look in their chart and tell them because I would look and see if the Saturn and Mars and Pluto thing is hitting some of their natal chart planets. And I would know you're going to, you know, something's going to happen sure. to you, to you. Now, now over the Christmas holidays, there was a special uh, conjunction or uh, stars that, that came together or planets yeah. that came together to, to yeah. reproduce what many believed was the star of Bethlehem. How did this affect astrological charts? Well, it, it's a conjunction and what was unusual about it was that Jupiter and uh, Saturn were mm -hmm. so close together that they appeared to be as one star. They didn't, they didn't really get quite that close, but almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I went out and looked at it. I could see the two stars up there on that one particular night. But a conjunction of planets just means that these two have joined together. Okay, so Jupiter is the best planet. It brings good things. Saturn is the worst planet always bringing hardship. These two can join together on that date. And if that conjunction, if it, if it was uh, making an aspect to a planet in your natal chart, you may have some effect for it. But it's not going to affect everybody. You see, it's just not going to. That's like a, an astrological, uh, it's a belief that's not really true. A lot of people believe stuff like that. Oh, there's this conjunction that's going to change right. the world. That stuff never actually happened, never will happen, in my opinion. So what was it that happened in your life, Robert, that that made you get on the journey, the, 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 the path that you're on when it comes to astrology? Well, I was in my 20s, and I was living in a spiritual community. Mm -hmm. I had already kind of got into the spiritual vibe. I was living in a yoga ashram, and I was just there and doing my job. I had I was working construction and so forth, and I heard about a woman who lived there, and I heard that she did astrological readings. Well, I don't know what it was, but when I heard that, just something woke up in me. I was like, oh, my God, you mean you could actually do astrological readings? I didn't know. You know, hmm. I had no idea that that was even something but it piqued my interest so much that I went out to a bookstore and just bought a book on astrology, you know, the first book I could find, and just brought it home, started reading it, started reading all my friends. It was talking about, this is a book about the North and South Node, and I was looking up everybody's birthday and asking them, does this fit you? And I was just so, so taken by it. I mean, it wasn't my career or anything at that time. I was a working construction I was managing and working construction. You know, I never thought that I would be an astrologer. It never crossed my mind. But I kept doing it. I kept reading. I kept getting new books. And I uh, eventually, uh, I started charging people for readings. And it just sort of like, I kind of just shifted slowly into doing it full time. You know, let go of the construction. I found it to be much more interesting to sit down with people and be able to look at their chart and tell them some intimate things about themselves and help them sort of sort out what's going on in their life. It, I found it to be very rewarding, that that process. And then right about that time, I was introduced to this system of cards, which all my books, most of my books are about. Mm hmm which is an ancient system that's just like astrology. We don't even touch cards. It's all mathematical. And it's a, it's just really amazing. I mean, the average person can learn it in less than an hour, and it'll give you a more accurate reading than anything you've ever done. It's just, it's, it's simply amazing. And long story short, I, I just followed whatever felt really like interesting to me, you know? And the rest I is think, history. I, I think all mm -hmm. of us kind of do that. We sort of just like, when I think about it, I think 
I think the best things in all of our life are things that just kind of came to us. We didn't go out and try to make it. You know what I mean? We didn't have to go hunt for it or, or work so hard at yeah. getting it. I, I think the best things in life just showed up without any effort on our own part. You know, that's my theory anyway. All right, Robert, please stand by. You and I have to take our first break. And Nation, if you'd like to get more information about our guest this hour, Robert Camper, maybe you'd like to contact Robert for a one-on-one astrological consultation. His website is www.7thunders.com. Now, that's the number seven, the number seven, thunders.com. And Robert Camp and I will be back on the other side of the short break as the Exxon continues right here from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Send me your emails, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And then, of course, the website for the Exxon Broadcast Network is www.xzbn.net and the Exxon TV channel on Simultv, simultv.com. We could get together for a while It's been such a long time And I really do miss your smile I'm not talking about moving in And I don't want to change your life But there's a warm wind blowing the stars around Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, stop, stop. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 323232 now text grade to 323232 Nation Robert uh, Camp is our special guest this hour. His website is www.7thunders.com. That's the number seven, seventhunders.com. Robert, as a uh, as a professional astrologer, what was your most significant prediction that you yourself uh, shared with many of your of your clients over 2020? Uh. I was. I guess it would be the elections. Actually, uh, that's what everybody wanted to know. Yeah. I mean, I I have so many clients. They were so. I have so many friends who were our clients or students, and mm-hmm. so many of them were so worried about Trump winning the election, and so like naturally, I had to address that for them, for their sake. They were just all. I mean, I I would have told them either way what I saw. Sure. If I'd seen Trump winning, I would have told them. Um, it, it it's very difficult to predict an election. It takes it takes quite a few tricks. Uh, <laughs> to uh, sometimes it's obvious. I should I should take that back. Sometimes it's really obvious. Like when Clinton ran against Bush when he, Clinton was elected, uh, I knew that he was going to win, uh, and I predicted it. Uh, it was obvious. But with this election, it wasn't so. It wasn't that straightforward but it but it was definitely leaning towards biden in a big way and and that's what i told my listeners i guess for 2020 that would be the biggest one all right now going back four years ago 
Were the astrological charts showing that Trump would be winning that uh, first term? Uh, Against Hillary. I, I yeah. honestly don't remember that no, I, well. Uh, you know, uh, sorry. I, I, I'm sure I, I'm sure I, I talked about it mm -hmm. back then, but I don't really remember which way I went with it. So with, with that, it wasn't it wasn't a clear cut thing, though. No way. It was a t it was a total surprise. It sure was. <laughs> so, so when you do astrological charts for the year 2021, what do you see? What can you share with us? Well, this Mars Saturn thing is the biggest thing that we have to contend with, and it's going to go, like I said, mm -hmm. until the middle of March. Okay, so there's going to be a lot of more conflict. And, you know, I can't say exactly what that conflict is going to be like, but it, it looks to me like there's a good possibility it's going to be around Trump, a lot of it. Yeah, it looks that way. And I mean, I have friends that write to me and they have there's some huge conspiracies theories out there right now about what's going to happen mm -hmm. in the next 10 days. <laughs> the only thing good I have to say about that is when it, I'm glad it's going to happen in the less than 10 days, then it'll be over. You know, this stuff they're talking about is scary stuff. They're talking about martial law mm -hmm. and the military having a coup and wow. all kinds of stuff. I'm sure you've heard this stuff. Uh, I, I have. I have, you know, and, and being at the helm of this show for the last 31 years, out of all the conspiracy theories I've heard, I don't think one has come true. <laughs> they, that's, what I, that's, yeah. my, that's pretty much what I think, too. Yeah. And I mean, it's been true. And I, but I'm glad when they stick their neck out and say something, because afterwards you can just tell them the, the ST, what is it, STFU? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You exactly. Know, okay, my, you've had your say. You were wrong. Now get yeah. off the pot. Go somewhere. Get away. Like, I, I don't know how many end-time predictions uh, that we've discussed over the years. We've discussed over the years the conspiracy concerning the 9-11. We talked about the JFK conspiracy. And, and, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on. There's only one thing I can say about conspiracy theories. Yeah, they keep but going so, round. They keep getting recycled. They they get regurgitated, yeah. and you know, I mean, the Jehovah's Witnesses. I, I think they're still predicting the end of the world every year. I don't know. Well, one of these years they're going to be right. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what's the old saying? What's the old saying that even a broken clock is right twice a twice a day? Exactly. You know? Yeah, but you know, there is one thing. Like I, living in a yoga ashram, I studied mm -hmm. a lot of the ancient. Uh, yogic scriptures, which were written over five thousand years ago, wow. and and they made they made some uh, they have a there's a whole cosmology in the Vedic tradition of timing, and like they use a thing called yugas. Yugas are like these long periods of time. Mm -hmm. There's four of them that that recycle every every four cycles. There's the there's the Treta Yuga, the Dwapara Yuga. There's the the Kali Yuga and there's the Age of Light. Okay, so these yugas each have a defining characteristic, and we are in the Kali Yuga, which is the darkest of all the ages. And they described in these ancient books, they described exactly how it is today. It, it's amazing. Like they said, for example, I'll just give you a couple of quotes real quick. They said the only way businesses will make money in the Kali Yuga is by stealing. Okay, for one thing, hmm. like a, a man, they say the, the bond between man and women will be only sex. They said that they said that women will gradually get stronger than men and take and basically take over. If that was a prediction they made about this, because this is what is this is in the astrology of this yuga, you might say, you know, and actually the best reading I've ever gotten in my entire life was an astrological reading from a Vedic astrologer who was like. 70 years old and had been doing it since he was a kid and he went through my entire life month by year by year and told me what happened <laughs> and what and what was going to happen so i have a mm -hmm. lot of faith in the cosmological indian thing which says that we're in a dark age where it just no matter where you are in this dark age oh by the way it lasts eighty thousand years oh gosh uh, it, it's only five thousand years old <laughs> but they say that no, no matter where you are in the Kali Yuga, you always think like that the whole morality of, of society mm -hmm. is just going down, down, down. That's the 
That's just what you think and feel at any point in this time period. You understand? I sure do. Is there any connection between the four cycles in the yoga scriptures and the four seasons that we have here? I don't know. I mean, four is used a lot. There mm-hmm. may be a connection between that. I mean, there's definitely, uh, in the cards, there's definitely the four suits, which are, the, are connected to the four yeah. seasons. And of course, know? the four suits have been re- reflected into a song, I think it was, by Tex. No, wait a minute. I forget who it was. Where the soldier you the, goes the cards, in. You mean? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, the cards about the guy in jail. Yeah, who went, says, went to I church. Have, and I have the, the Bible in my hand. Yeah, he was in the military, and, and he was brought up on charges for playing cards in church. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a great song. I think it was uh, Tex Ritter or one of these old guys. It was Tex Ritter, that's right. And, um, uh, yeah, some people turned me on to that a long time ago. You know, because I've been doing this for almost 30 years now, so <laughs> they told me about it. And I was into country music mm-hmm. anyway. My, I grew up with it. So, yeah, it's interesting because that reveals some of the secrets of the cards. But the cards are amazing. If you look at the cards, people don't know. If you take all the cards in the deck and add up what's in the face of the card, like mm-hmm. a King, a king is 13, a king, queen is 12, a jack is 11, and the rest of the cards are their number. Okay, you add up the entire deck, it equals 365. Amazing. <laughs> There's no other card system that has that. It's a mathematical, it is a symbolic representation of the calendar and the cycles of the earth that you can hold in your hand. In the Bible, they call it the little book of the seven thunders. It's mentioned in Revelations. Uh, which is why I called my business a long time ago, seventhunders.com, because it's basically the the seven thunders are speaking through these cards, basically. it's They're really like another form of astrology uh, is the best I can come up with, because they, they work with the date of mm-hmm. birth just like astrology does. There's no randomness to it. You don't lay cards down and wish for something and see what you get. There's no touching of cards at all, actually. It's all done mathematically from your birthday well let me let me ask you how does the individual birthday reveal our life path and and karma and so much more that astrologers like yourself are able to relate to the people who come to them for consultations well you know uh okay so in this system rob you're a seven of clubs that's that's your that's your main card it's not your only card but it's your main card okay called the birth card okay the seven is the number that sits right in the very center of the suit. It's halfway between the ace and the king. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So it has one foot in the mundane world and one foot in the not in the like the spiritual realm. You understand? Yes. So, and clubs is knowledge. It represents knowledge and information. So you here you are. You're in the information business, mm-hmm. and you're bringing people this message from out there sources that are not that you're bringing to the world stuff not of this world almost like what your introductory thing says you know like a fact is is what what does it say uh we're fat where fact is fiction and fiction is reality yeah, yeah so that seven has like robin williams was a seven of clubs and that man i've met him a couple times he's constant he was constantly doing comedy i mean he channeled comedy <laughs> You know, I mean, he just, that's what he did. That's what his life was about. I met him and he just doesn't stop telling jokes. Really? And he's hes like got a direct access to this place in the heavens where jokes are just pouring out and he's just pulling them in, you know? And you have that gift also. All seven of clubs have that on some level and in some way they're reaching up into the higher realms of knowledge and they're bringing it down. Fascinating. Yeah. Um. So what happens if, all right, I, I understand that, you know, it's the person's name, their date of birth, as well as where they were born. That is the basic information that you as an astrologer for, require. For astrology, yes. Not okay. for the cards, but for astrology. Yes. Okay, so what happens, let's say somebody is adopted, and they don't know that they've been abdo- adopted. And the name that they are given by their adopted parents is different from their birth name. Does this have an effect on the reading that you give them? Well, uh, I don't do anything with names, actually. Okay. That's that's a numerological uh, technique. And I honestly have doubts about it myself. Okay. Because what language are you choosing to use to assign numbers to letters? Basically, it's assigning numbers to letters. And then... 
reading the value of the number and what does that mean? You know, there is there is an aspect of numerology where they take your birthday and add up all the numbers of your birthday. I found it to be very accurate. But this thing with the name, yeah. like who decided that the English language was all that important? <laughs> you know, that we were the language to use for translating uh, a name into a number and then giving a meaning to it. So I don't use names. And plus, people change their names so much. I mean, I know so many people that they don't even remember their birth name. <laughs> you know, you and I were talking about uh, President Trump and uh, the election that just passed. And uh, a story just uh, came over the newswire that my producer sent to me. Marjorie Taylor Greene says she'll file impeachment articles against Joe Biden on his first day in office. So it's already wow. started. Oh, it's been going. Rob, it's just constant. It's constant fighting. Yeah. It, it's, you're gonna, it's, gonna, it's gonna escalate in this next week. Uh, I mean, they're, they're predicting like the, that the president on Sunday is going to go into Air Force One and call a natural state of emergency and shut down all the media and all kinds of stuff. I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I, I think just, I saw that I'll movie just, with Harrison Ford, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll just yeah. be glad when it's over and it didn't happen, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Yeah. All right, my friends, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Once again, Exxon Nation, uh, this from Reuters, uh, headline news. Marjorie Taylor Greene says she'll file impeachment articles against Joe Biden on his first day in office. Well, you see, that's the difference between Marjorie Greene and the Democratic Party, because it took them 14 days to start their impeachment against uh, President Trump, where Ms. Greene is going to do it first day that Joe Biden's in power. Oh my gosh, more <laughs> when we continue on the other side of this break with my very special guest, Robert Camp. And uh, for more information on Robert, visit his website, seventhunders.com. And that's the number seven, thunders.com. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. Friends, this is Tex Ritter with a strange story about a soldier boy and a deck of cards. During the North African campaign, a bunch of soldier boys had been on a long hike, and they arrived in a little town called Casino. The next morning being Sunday, several of the boys went to church. A sergeant commanded the boys in church, and after the chaplain had read the prayer, the text was taken up next. Those of the boys who had a prayer book took them out, but this one boy only had a deck of cards, and so he spread them out. The sergeant saw the cards and said, Soldier, put away those cards. After the services were over, the soldier was taken prisoner and brought before the provost marshal. The marshal said, Sergeant, why have you brought this man here? For playing cards in church, sir. And what have you to say for yourself, son? Much, sir, replied the soldier. The marshal said, I hope so, for if not, I shall punish you more than any man was ever punished. The soldier said, Sir, I have been on a march for about six days, and I had neither Bible nor prayer book, but I hope to satisfy you, sir, with the purity of my intentions. With that, the boy started his story. You see, sir, when I look at the ace, it reminds me that there is but one God. And the deuce reminds me that the Bible is divided into two parts, the Old and the New Testament. And when I see the tree, I think of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. When I see the four, I think of the four evangelists who preached the gospel. There was Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And when I see the five, it reminds me of the five wise virgins who trimmed their lamps. There's ten of them. Five were wise and were saved. Five were foolish and were shut out. And when I see the six, it reminds me that in six days God made this great heaven and earth. When I see the seven, it reminds me that on the seventh day God rested from his great work. And when I see the eight, I think of the eight righteous persons God saved when he destroyed this earth. It was Noah, his wife, their three sons, and their wives. And when I see the nine, I think of the lepers, our Savior cleansed. And nine of the ten didn't even think. When I see the ten, I think of the ten commandments God handed down to Moses on a table of stone. When I see the king, it reminds me there is but one king of heaven, God Almighty. And when I see the queen, I think of the blessed Virgin Mary, who is queen of heaven. And the jack, or knave, is the devil. When I count the numbers of spots on a deck of cards, I find 365, the number of days in a year. 
52 cards, the number of weeks in a year. There's four suits, the number of weeks in a month. There's 12 picture cards, the number of months in a year. There's 13 tricks, the number of weeks in a quarter. So you see, sir, my pack of cards serve me as a Bible, almanac, and prayer book. And friends, I know this story is true because I knew that soldier. Everyone, uh, Robert Kemp is my special guest to this hour. His website is seventhunders.com. That's the number seven thunders.com. And coming out of the uh, commercial break, we played Tex Ritter's Deck of Cards. And uh, Robert, you and I were talking about that very song uh, in the last segment. And to hear it again, you know, it, it just makes so much sense, but it also asks a lot, it brings up a lot more questions like what hidden messages are actually contained in those deck of cards, and how does it associate with the with Bible, with scriptures, with philosophy, mm-hmm. and, and where did the deck of cards originate from? Well, the first book that was ever published mm-hmm. that revealed um, the hidden meaning about the deck of cards was published in 1894, and that book is called The Mystic Test Book. It was written by a man named Olney Richmond, O-L-N-E-Y Richmond. And he was the considered, he was a grandmaster in this temple in Chicago, which was called the Order of the Magi. That was the name of the, uh, he was given that title. Mm-hmm. It's a long story. But he said that the cards came from, he said, every ancient civilization claims to have invented the cards. And he, and his reasoning was, because of that, we know that it was some civilization that predated all of them. And he said that the cards came from Atlantis. They were given to humankind at the time of Atlantis. And that they had to go basically underground for a long time, like during the Dark Ages, when people were being persecuted for that kind of knowledge or information. And he said he was given the, the, the go mm-hmm. to bring it to the world for the first time. And he quoted Revelations, the Bible, in a passage where he said that the seven thunders would again utter their voices to the world. And that was, his, that was his, the timing for him to release his book and some of the secrets that he revealed in that book. Now, speaking about the um, the um, Order of the Magi, I understand that in 1991 you were initiated as a Grand Master. Yes, I I had I had really just heard about the Order of the Magi mm-hmm. not too long before that, and then one day one of my fellow card students she. Uh, called me and said, I think I found the Order of the Magi. And I was just like so excited. I thought, wow, I'm gonna I'm gonna find these guys and talk to them and they're gonna tell me all the stuff that's missing from what is in Oldie Richmond's books. And I was already doing the work. I'd already published two books. I was already doing readings and classes and things. Mm-hmm. So they were up in Paradise, California. I was in LA. So I went up there right away. It's like a 10 hour, it's, it's a long drive. I think it's 500 miles. And I went up there and met them, and they had a channel. Uh, there was a member of their group who was, she was a channel, basically. She was a very cool woman. Um, 
Her name was Rose. And she was told by the Magi uh, in on the astral realm, which is who she was in touch with on a daily basis, that I was to be initiated. And this was all like a surprise to me. I was just going up there to see if I could learn more about the cards. <laughs> now, these, these Magi, is there any relationship to the three Magi that are mentioned in the Bible? Who Absolutely. You know, who the the three to, Magi uh, who are mentioned in the Bible were astrologers. And that's how they saw the star and followed it and all that stuff. They were all astrologers. And according to Olney Richmond, they were members of the Order of the Magi. He even says that Jesus was a member of the Order of the Magi. You know, Jesus went to Egypt for quite a while during his childhood, right, yeah. during his youth, and was, you know, not seen for a while. And they say he learned all these secrets and things at that time. Uh, they told me that I had been like a, I had been uh, assistant to Daniel the prophet when he was alive and that I was being initiated because I already learned all this stuff from him and I just had to remember it. Well, I was already remembering it. It was coming so fast to me. It was amazing. I just like, I already knew it. The card system and astrology just, just opened up to me like very quickly, you know? So I've been doing it ever since that was, yeah. So what is what is your belief? When we are born, do we come born with a plan already in place, or is this life as we make it because of our actions? We we have um, if you believe in reincarnation, and pretty much everybody does who who takes a good look at it. So you mm -hmm. have to kind of believe in reincarnation to understand the what I the way I look at it. And that is like a lot of what our life is today is based upon what we were before, choices we made in the past lives and so forth. And I can tell by looking at a chart what these things were. I mean, they're sometimes they're extremely significant. Like sometimes the immediate, the lifetime just before this one sometimes had so much importance that it's carried over into this lifetime for some people. It, it dominates their whole life, and they don't even know why. They don't even know what it is. They can't understand. Why am I doing this? Why am I drawn to this? Why do I keep repeating this pattern? Well, I can see it in a chart, and it sometimes comes from the immediate former for lifetime. But everything in a person's chart is karma from previous lives, and I can read that, and I can tell you. Like, you know, I had a reading today, and the woman, you know, she has moon square Venus in her chart. That means that she had a past life habit, a past life pattern that was set that when a partner she's in relationship with says something in a certain way she automatically feels unloved even though it wasn't intended that way mm. so it's just a pattern she has to deal with and she has to unravel it that's her karma to unravel it but she got that pattern from something that she did that might have hurt somebody else so, so can we look at reincarnation as a recycling of our soul it's it's like a continuation, like let's just imagine that the soul keeps going mm -hmm. through reincarnation and each time it's it's learning, it's learning, it's trying different things out. Like you might have one lifetime where you're rich and famous and you just don't give a shit about anybody and you just throw your weight around and just hurt people left and right. Right. And then you come back to experience the opposite side of that, which is to be the person that's being hurt by somebody who's arrogant and uncaring and so forth. Do we ever stop having uh, reincarnated lives? When does it end? It ends when we disassociate from our ego completely, like we no longer have any need to mm. feed our story. You know, it's called being awake. I mean, that's the best word I've come up with, that I've heard about it. It's waking up to what's real. Like, what's real is we're all living out a storybook, right? You have a story, I have a story. It's like we're all hoping our story will, will turn out good. Like Eckhart Tolle says, we're all looking for a happy ending in our story. But we all have the same ending, and it's death. <laughs> I love that. You know, when you, when you look at this life of ours, it's rather... It's rather complicated. Well, not really, because the second you are born is the second you start dying. Exactly. And every in the cards, see, what's cool about the cards is it shows the ups and downs mm -hmm. of the ego thrashing its way through life until the person disassociates with his ego, his or her ego, and it no longer matters. 
Like I know, I, I personally know some people who are awake, okay? And they, they just never, they don't get upset hmm. <laughs> about anything. So does that uh, mean when you know somebody is awake that this is going to be their last, their last return to to? I don't know. Life? I don't know that part. <laughs> There's there was a there's a story. This uh, teacher and his student, and the teach, the student says, "Master, what happens when we die?" And the master says, "I don't know." And the student says, "But you're the master." And the master says, "But I'm not a dead master." <laughs> Well, well, taking taking that, if would the master not have any memory or any any idea that he may have been reincarnated? Some sometimes, you know, it, it varies really. Like, and and, it, and you got to understand that to an awake person, it's not mm-hmm. important. It's not important. But if if it may show up, it may show up. Like they may have, uh, and even if they had it, they may not even mention it. Because it's not important in their in their world anymore. It's not like they're not trying to be somebody or to make something happen a certain way because they're just totally enthralled with what actually is at every moment. They're in the present moment, you know. I mean, I'm sure you've read like Eckhart Tolle or sure. something like that. And you know, I mean, what he's saying in there is absolutely true. Uh, I'm not sure if it helps to mm-hmm. know that you know it's true, but it's it's definitely true. I've I've experienced it. All right, stand I'm by, not... my friend. You and I have to take our final break. Sorry for oh, cutting you off there. Exonation. Robert Camp is our guest, and uh, we'll come back and uh, finish this hour off with Robert on the other side of this break. And once again, if you'd like to uh, find out more about Robert, maybe contact him for a one-on-one astrological consultation. His website is seventhunders.com, and that's the number seven thunders. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and you're listening to us on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Send me your email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. We'll be right back. Don't go away. The world he left behind not so long. back. Uh, this is the final segment of this hour, and my guest this hour is Robert Camp. And if you'd like to contact Robert for a one-on-one astrological um, consultation, visit his website, seventhunders.com. That's the number seven, thunders.com. First of all, Robert, thanks so much for joining us. Always a great pleasure talking to you. And if you were to take your best astrological forecast into the year 2021, putting the the turmoil that we had talked about previously, um, how would you classify the year 2021? Well, I think it's going to be a year of healing after this conflict period is over. I think it's going to really, everybody's going to really think, oh, things are getting better mm-hmm. for a change. You know, I think it's going to be nice, actually. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, not like this year. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, this this year, you know, should be written off of the books, and we should just go back and relabel twenty twenty one to as twenty twenty and start all over again. Yeah, I mean, all these things that have been happening astrologically are they're gone, they're over pretty much now. It's just this Mars Saturn thing that's left, and when that's over, I think everything's going to lighten up quite a bit, and we're going to see. 
a lot more peace and things going back to normal, more or less. You know, whether it goes back completely to normal, who knows? Yeah, but who knows what normal is anymore? Well, that's, yeah, normal keeps changing so much. I mean, is 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 being afraid to go to a theater going to be normal? I don't know. Well, here in, here in Ontario, we have the provincial lockdown, and then the province, in, you know, uh, initiated an emergency, um, what did they call it, uh, Craig? Emergency measures that was put on top of the lockdown. And what is happening is people are getting so confused. You know, not only are we confused, we're, you know, we don't know which way is up anymore. And a lot of people are getting depressed because of the stay-at-home orders that are now being being put in place by it, the different it, governments. You know, there's, there's, here's the thing, Rob. Like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty smart guy, mm -hmm. but I cannot really figure out what's really real and what's, you know, I can't figure out what is really real in all this because there's so many people with very convincing evidence with alternate theories about what's actually going on. Yeah. It's very difficult. You know, I just got to let go and just pay attention to my life here and now, today, tomorrow, the next day. That's just, that's all I can do. That's all anyone can do. Yeah. I mean, and you know, okay, you had a pretty bad accident, mm -hmm. but I think overall your life's probably okay now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, I think if all of us just kind of focus in on our day yeah. and our life, I think we would find that we're safe, you know? I, I don't know. There's all The media is, like, scary. Oh, my gosh. Everybody, everybody's yeah. dying. COVID is getting everybody. Mm -hmm. The vaccines are, are getting out there finally. But the media, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust the media at all anymore. It's it's very scary. It, it's it's. It's strange because I always believed the media was supposed to be impartial. Present the facts. Exactly. Let the listener, the reader, the viewer make up their own mind. But it seems that it depends on who you listen to or watch or which media outlet you read. For example, during the time of President Trump, Fox was 100% Trump yep. and CNN was 100% against Trump. Yeah. You know, and then you had the other news outlets and the other networks who were doing the same thing. I and believe. When I, I yeah, believe when it. I read the news, mm -hmm. I can see the bias. You yeah. know, I can see it in the words they're using. And yeah. it's like, I don't want your opinion. I just want some news. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Like up here in Canada, the CTV network is is now, I, I uh, what was it I figured out uh, earlier today watching the news, that it's 60% U.S. content, 30% Canadian content, 10% international content and another, you know, like, what the hell? This is Canada. You know, I think we're spending too much time watching what's happening on the other side of the fence instead of taking mm -hmm. care of our own business. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and if they're, if they're like quoting other news outlets in different countries, yeah. you're getting, you're getting a biased point of view from them. Yeah. Well, so. it, well, CTV is a CNN is uh, the CNN affiliate up here in Canada. Oh, I see. You know, so it's like, oh, you've got to be kidding, guys. And yeah. CTV is owned by Mel Bell Media, which is the largest media conglomerate in Canada. Yeah, I mean, I don't even, that stuff I don't even know about. I just know mm -hmm. when I read the news, I, I like to read USA Today on my pad in the mm -hmm. morning with breakfast. It's hard to read because they just, it's just all trashing Trump, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying Trump is any good or anything, but I don't want to hear some one-sided bias like slamming down somebody else's opinion about anybody you know in the police force we were taught there's three sides to every story his side her side and the truth yeah yeah so what's the truth anymore that's the question so you know i i just think that once biden gets in office mm -hmm. if everything goes okay let's hope that it does that all this will subside and once this aspect is over i know that people We'll just stop fighting. It'll be. It won't be like a completely stop. But it'll be a big change in energy. You'll see that, uh, like it's kind of over. Everybody will know. Okay, we got through it. It's over. Now we can move on. It, it certainly is going to be interesting, and I can understand the fear and the apprehension that many people south of the border. I mean, the border between Canada and the U.S. are yeah. feeling these days because it's it's so uncertain. 
when you look at the number of followers that President Trump still has and going into the end of his uh, final week as president, looking at the number of military forces that there are in Washington as well as every other state capital, the anticipation of trouble is there. And my wife has a very, very true saying, if you confess it, you will possess it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to see more, uh, more violence. I don't know exactly what form it's going to take, but this is not over yet, unfortunately. Uh, so I like I have solar panels on my house and mm-hmm. I have batteries and I can set my batteries so that they save, not use in case there's a power outage. Right. right. So I set my batteries up today to save like 30 percent. And keep that in mm-hmm. case there is a power outage, which some people are predicting. So if worse comes to worse, I'll be you know protected somewhat. But what does it what does this tell you about society where everything seems to be fear based? You know, we have all these conspiracy theories. We have yep. uh, we yep. had the cold you know the 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 Cold War scares that were going on the. The um, the end of the world predictions, the alien invasion predictions. Why can't we just accept life for what it is instead of having to imagine the worst worst case scenario each and every day of their lives? Yeah, and why can't we look at all the great things that we have and mm-hmm. just be grateful for it? You know, just express gratitude for having such. Especially here in America and in Canada too, we have we're really living like kings. And we queens. are, yeah, we really are. If you if you don't believe me, go to some other country. Go to India. Go to Thailand. Go to anywhere, yeah. and you'll see. Wow, we have it really good here. So I mean, just being grateful for that, no matter what happens with this Trump thing, as long as my life, my my family's protected and we have yeah. food to eat, I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> Tell me about the Destiny Workshop and seminars. Well, I, I teach from time to time. Most of my courses, I have almost all the courses I teach online now as courses that people can buy. But I'm going to Florida at the end of this month. I'll be in uh, Orlando teaching a class. It's on my website. Um, we're planning a class in Hawaii, perhaps in March. Um, so I do travel sometimes. People want me to come and teach them mm-hmm. the card system. My, my whole purpose is to help people do it themselves. I, I want them to learn this. It's easy to learn. I want them to use it as like I do. It's, it's a guide. It's, it's a helpful guide. Helps make decisions about the future. Um, it helps understand what's going on and helps understand relationships. So I teach those things. You know, having studied in an ashram and, and being a very spiritual person, what is your personal take based on your spiritual, philosophical view or point, uh, about the increase in, in interest in the, in the paranormal? Well, I, I think people, they are looking, they want answers. Mm-hmm. You know? Their life is full of challenges, and they want something that actually makes some sense to them. You know, they want something that's actually going to help them. And they've tried all the conventional means, and it just didn't work. They tried doing what they were taught as children and growing up, and it just didn't pan out. And they're thinking, I need to look elsewhere. So I think that's what's happening. They're looking because they really want to have a better life. You know? But are they looking for something that is easier, that is a quick fix compared to the old tried and true? Because when I look at the Bible... And I look at the Ten Commandments, they make perfect sense. Like if everybody lived by the Ten Commandments, you know, this would be a pretty great place to live. It would be, yeah, if yeah. everybody did. Yeah. Of course, they don't. They don't. But, you know, it's like, okay, there's a lot of religious people mm-hmm. in the world, and they do live by the Ten Commandments. They try anyway. They do their best. Yep. They're, uh, com- they're committed to giving it as best they can yep. do with it. And they're pretty good people. Like my neighbor, I have neighbors here. It's very religious where I live. You know, everybody is like, uh, there's churches, every mile there's a church <laughs> where we live here in North Carolina. So, you know, and my neighbor and I are buddies. We both ride motorcycles together and stuff. But he has religious views. I do not. But we still get along. We don't have anything to fight about. We like each other. All you need like, to do is respect each other. Yeah, we respect each yeah. other. And I don't like, 
you know, I don't get into arguments about what I believe and he believes because I don't know that beliefs are just like they can just change in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't mean anything. <laughs> so what are you going to be doing besides teaching uh, workshops and seminars? Well, we have a two-year-old son. That's keeping us Oh, <laughs> is that ever, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm writing software. I'm writing some new software. I've, it's took me a long time to be able to write software for both PC and Mac. Mm-hmm. I sell software, and I'm writing new versions. I'm really interested in that. I'm liking that. That's basically it. I mean, I want to get some software done, and then I'm going to kind of semi, semi-retire. I think I'm going to go back to playing more music like I used to. Excellent. Listen, how can our listeners contact you? And uh, I've been saying that if they go to your your website, they can contact you for a private one-on-one consultation. Do you do consultations by Skype, by phone, email? Yeah, we use Skype usually uh, or the phone, whichever Mm -hmm. is easier. And I do one-hour like readings that I use astrology and the cards together. And I can basically answer any question that they might have, you know. All right. Once again, give our listeners your website, my friend. It's seventhunders.com, the number seven and the word thunders. Robert, I want to thank you so much for joining us, uh, to you and your family and your little two-year-old. A very (laughs) happy and prosperous and safe new year, my friend. Thank you, Rob. Great being with you. Nice talking to you, too. And ExoNation, once again, if you'd like to get more information about our guest this hour, if you'd like to contact Robert for a one-on-one astrological or card uh, consultation, visit his website at www.exoNation.com. Seventhunders.com. That's www.seventhunders.com. And that's the number seven, thunders.com. Now, I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, www. No, wait a minute. All social media sites is just Exxon Radio TV. And our main website for the show is www.exxonradiotv.com. Don't go away. We'll be back shortly. <laughs> 